off the ball rugby. If England and Australia can button up their jerseys and tie their shoelaces, they're probably going to get to a semi-final on their two awful rugby teams. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Football on Off The Ball with William Hill. Who you got? 18 plus. See gamblingcare.ie Declan, a two-all draw. Will you take that? Yeah, look, I think whenever you're, you're, you're two one down at half time, um, it's just your prerogative has to not lose the game, but I think it was such an open game that any team could have won it. Disappointed that whenever we were one nil up and some of the football we played in the first 15 20 minutes was a real high level uh, I felt that we could have been out of sight I think we were a bit wasteful in our opportunities but look testimony to Derry they're a fantastic side as well uh, and I thought both sets of players and uh, and staff went for the game we, there was no team sitting and holding on both teams tried to win it so all in all it's probably a good point for everybody but um, we'll be disappointed the way that we let the game get away from us after 20 minutes yeah, really exciting game. Attacking football was great to watch. You went up 1-0 up at 13 minutes gone. They came back into it, I think it was about 22 minutes gone. And they sort of started to get a foothold in the game then. Why do you think that was? Because they're a good team. We're a good team. They're a good team. I think it was two teams trying to play the right way. We we so many good attacking players on the pitch. Um, and that's no disrespect to the defenders on the pitch. I thought both teams had a lot of penetration in their play, a lot of quality, especially in wide areas. And in another night, that game probably could have been three or four each. Um, but testimony to both groups. Um, you know, Derry came here and had a right good go at us. I felt we had a good go with them. So all in all, probably it draws a fair result. But at the same time, um, there's still a lot of football to be played moving forward. Yeah, Jonathan Afalabi had a great game. He came off in the end. Um, looked like maybe a hamstring injury. He looked like he was holding with it. No, I think he's got a tight calf all week. And uh, he's some player. He's yeah. just some player. He's just a handful. But never mind his goal. His overall hold-up play, his power and his strength, his willingness to bring others on the play. You know, he takes awful beatings at times, but he's a very physical guy himself, and he's just he's just a real top top talent. Yeah, how important has he been since he signed back in 2022? He's been a huge player for us. I said it even when the goals weren't as flown as uh, as regular as uh, as people had hoped for early on the season. That he was such a pivotal player in the way that we want to play. He, he brings. I think we've had 16 or 17 different goal scorers this year, which is an incredible stat out of 23 players. And a big part of that is down to the overall play of John Afalabi, his ability to bring others under the game. So it's uh, hugely important for us. But I'm sure that John would also tell you that the players around him are giving him fantastic service and giving him the ability to showcase his own talent. And how do you feel the team are at at the minute? They're playing with a lot of confidence. We're playing well. We're a new group. We're playing well. Um, we're playing well. Derry, as I said already, Derry have to have won league titles and retain their FA Cup and get through to the group stages of Europe. We're a new group and, and we want to achieve what, what Derry are doing. Um, it's early days yet, but at the same time, there's a lot of growth still to come from this group and, and hopefully we can perform the way we have tonight for the, for the remainder of the season. And next weekend, a big game, Shamrock Rovers. Brilliant. Great game. They're all big games between now and, and the end of the season. Um, we haven't managed to beat them yet. We came from 2-0 down the last time here but we no doubt we like going to Tala. It's a good pitch. It's, it's, it, it plays well. It'll be two good teams again going for it and we'll just recover well over the weekend now and get ready for that. And there's a great buzz here every time I come to Daily Mount but it feels a little bit different this year. There's the, the crowd are really getting behind them. The crowd were magnificent. They're absolutely magnificent even when we found ourselves 2-1 down. We were cheered off the pitch and applauded off the pitch and I said from the very first uh, game, you know, 
the supporters here want to be entertained, but they also want to see effort and commitment. And I think we bring that in abundance. Um, we've got brilliant characters in the change room, um, but we've also a lot of talent. But at the same time, nobody's getting carried away. There's, there's still a lot of football to play between now and the end of the season. Irvin Ferris, a brilliant night here in Daily Mount. There's always such a good atmosphere. Tell me a little bit about your role here. Yeah, no, it was a really good night. Unfortunately, we didn't get the win, but uh, yeah, it's an exciting game. So um, I'm the disability access officer for uh, for for Bose. It's a real honour. Uh, so essentially, my role is I try to make Daily Mount and Bose as accessible as possible. Um, so uh, to do that, like we've a number of accessible services available for our fans. Uh, on match nights, we offer audio-described commentary uh, to visually impaired fans. So it's it's quite different to radio and TV commentary. We tend to be a bit more descriptive we don't really offer analysis or opinions on the game now you can of course if there's a bit of a break in play mm -hmm. but we try to um, let all our listeners know exactly what is happening on the pitch at all times so we're constantly mapping the ball around the pitch so there's a certain technique to that and um, so as disability access officer it was, it's my job to uh, to train all our commentators up we've, we've a team of about five commentators uh, so I've trained them all up to, to be audio described commentators so then I just rostered them in for the different games but the lads do an unbelievable job like one of our guys, um, Glenn is his name. He's been with us for about two years. He's yeah, he's going to kill me now. I think he's about 15 or 16. Um, but he's so passionate about it. He's here like every single game. Uh, so like that, that's actually one of the things that we try to bring in as well. Um, like this is this is for Bulls fans and it's um, it's by Bulls fans as well. So we try to get that passion across as well. So like if you're listening to commentary on the radio, they tend to be unbiased, but we're here we're totally biased. Uh, so uh, like that, that that's a really key part. Like we're fans and yeah. people are listening to fans, so we try to bring that passion in. So that's one of the services that we that we uh, that we do. Uh, we also have like a football for all team. Um, so they train every Saturdays at Cabaret and again the volunteers do an amazing job um, we also we also have a blind football team uh, so they, they train every I think it's every second week in Cabaret as well um, so yeah there, there's a lot of stuff that goes on um, it isn't just me like there's there's an absolute ton of volunteers doing an absolutely amazing job um, really the accessible side was set up by a guy called James Flanagan mm -hmm. uh, must be four or five years ago he got he got involved with the club and I just saw the work that he was doing and I thought it was amazing so I wanted to get involved and um, so he was the club's first access officer and uh, he since moved on to a different role in, in the club uh, so then I just took up his old role and uh, so yeah so I'm just trying to keep everything that he set up just keep it going and ticking over Brilliant and when you say that the visual impaired the supporters they arrive here do they get a headset how, how does it work for them? Yeah so um, so what we do is we we'll, um, we'll meet them before the game mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we give them a headset so how the system works is we have a little mouthpiece, so we speak into that. Um, but before the game, we'll uh, we'll meet up with the with our visually impaired fans. We'll give them a headset and an earpiece as well. And then they uh, will we'll, uh, before we do anything, we'll do a sound test to make sure the system's working, obviously. But then they, they can sit anywhere in the Jody, uh, so they're, they're with their family and their friends. Uh, that's obviously really important as well. And then um, just at the end of the game, we'll just get the headsets off them. But um, it, it, it's it's brilliant, like. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter if Bose like win, lose or draw. Like you can just see the fans are so um, they, just, they just love it so much. Uh, so they're they're always really thankful at the end. Um, but like it, we'd be nothing without our volunteers. Like the volunteers doing an amazing job. Like so uh, no, it's 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 all good. Like I, I love doing it. Uh, I love I love seeing um, just. Uh, 
just keeping the accessibility in the club is so it's it's just so important. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do you have any new ideas coming down the pipeline? Yeah, so um, there's there's a thing called Field of Vision that we trialled a couple of weeks ago. Um, this is just an absolute remarkable piece of technology. Like Now, I can't claim any credit for it at all. <laughs> it's uh, three guys uh, from a company called Field of Vision. So they reached out to us a number of years ago. So they actually reached out to James Flanagan, who I mentioned earlier, uh, just saying um, they were asking if they could use Daily Mail Park. Uh, as a way of the, uh, they t- they told us what they like, you know what field division is and they uh, they needed Daily Mail Park just to test it out and try and build it. So uh, that, that was a couple of years ago, and then uh, the first time that we trialled it, um, that was about three three four weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was it's just amazing. So essentially, what it is is it's a little tablet. It's about the size of an iPad and uh, the visually impaired fan can place their finger on it and there's a magnetic ring and the, magne- the, the ring follows the, the ball rounds on the pitch in real time. Um, it's it's just incredible. Rem- it's incredible, yeah. So how it works is there's like there's four cameras that are tracking the ball on the pitch. And uh, so not only does it does it follow the ball around the pitch, but it, it actually vibrates as well. So if there's a if there's a pass, a tackle, or a shot, it vibrates in different ways so that the the user knows constantly what's going on. If there's a goal as well, like the whole thing vibrates. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just um, like not only if if we can bring that in, hopefully soon. It, it not only can our uh, visually impaired fans like hear the commentary that's going on, they'll also be able to feel the game as well. Yeah. So uh, again, like full credit to the field of vision. It's, yeah. it's a remarkable piece of technology that they've that they've built. And why was it important for you to get involved? Um, so a couple, uh, the reason why it was important for me was I just I love ball so much. Uh, I just really wanted to get involved with the club, and um, I saw a video that James Flanagan was involved in uh, with the um, uh, audio described commentary. And I just saw the, the reaction from the fans and the joy that it brought them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, that's, that's something that I, really want, I really want to get involved with. So uh, that, that's how I got involved with it. I, like, um, and then through volunteering here, I just met like, the, the, sound, the soundest people ever. Um, so it's, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made to get involved um, uh, volunteering here. But that's ultimately the reason why. It's just uh, Bowes is, obviously you want Bowes to win every single game and all that. But uh, the... the um, the community work and the, the the outreach and the accessibility work and all that goes with it is just it's a really key part of the club and that's that's why I wanted to get involved in it. Rory, a two-all draw. Will you take that when you come to Daly Mount? It's never easy. Well, it's it's been a it's been a tough. Uh, Week for us really when you take into consideration going out of Europe last Thursday, out of the cup Sunday, um, and probably deserve to go through in, in, in both. Uh, and they put in that level of commitment, the performance tonight. I'm really proud of the players. It's a, it's it's one of the toughest games and, and uh, it's one of the toughest games in, in the country. Uh, and it's ticked off the list and, and we've got a point. And they'll hurt. They're, they're a good side. What I liked about the game, both teams really went at it, and and, and um, aye, both teams give absolutely everything, and I'm really proud of the players. Yeah, it was a brilliant game here tonight. How tough is it to go from two penalty shootouts? You know, a very tough place to be, but to come up here then and put in that performance, you must be delighted. I really happy with the, the commitment of our players and and what they're given. And um, I, once again, we've left nothing on the pitch. Um, don't get me wrong, there's areas of our game where we, we should have been better. We were slightly naive at times. But I'm 
terms of effort and commitment and, and, and a lot of quality. I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased with the players. Yeah, to go a goal down after 13 minutes isn't ideal, especially when we just talked about you know the hardship during the week as well. So to see that happening and to go one up at the break. Uh, we started the game really poorly and flat and we're second every ball and they landed on every second ball. and. Uh, but but her response was absolutely fantastic, um, and it doesn't surprise me because we've got real personality in our team, uh, real characters, and um, uh, it's uh, listen. Uh, just again, proud of the players and what they've put in. Uh, obviously disappointed that we we haven't taken the three points. Talbot's made a world-class save um, under the crossbar, and we've had a couple of chances and, and, and possibly should have had a penalty at the end. Well, I feel it was a definite penalty at the end. Uh, but these are the things that, that can go against you at times, but as I said, um, can't ask any more from our players. And at the minute, do you feel in a good place, a uh, game in hand as well? Aye, we're, 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 we're hanging in there, um, as I knew we would, and, and we just need the try and pick up as many points as we can between now and the end of the season and, and, and see where Texas. And it's done dock next? Yeah, waited on dock and then our game in hand is the following Wednesday so we need to try and, and do everything in our power to, to, to pick up six points. And this is what football's all about. There's a lot of ups and downs, you just got to keep going. That's it and, and it builds resilience, it builds, uh, I think, uh, our squad is in a really good place and, and and the European uh, run has really galvanised us and brought us closer together. And you can see how much they're fighting for each other on the pitch. Football on Off the Ball with William Hill. Who you got? 18 plus. See gamblingcare.ie.